0: The Goose Zone, with me Jackson Tyler and Destiny Sturdevant. Apologies for the delay, but our equipment situation is still unfortunately unstable, so when that's sorted, we'll be hitting the bi-weekly goal, hopefully. Uh, but for now, enjoy this tangent heavy episode, in which we talk about measuring ourselves against expected life milestones. It's the lightest episode we've done, so no content mornings aside from the fact that we can't stop talking about 9-11. Uh, with, yeah, I know, we're a strange couple friends. Uh, but thank you very much for listening, If you want to find out more, go to our website, goof.zone, and enjoy the show. Have two.
1: Look at us, two recorders.
0: <laughs> like Only the...
1: one may leave.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa! Is when that... did we institute such a harsh rule?
1: Um, ever since I turned this into a death match.
0: <laughs> Why are we having a death match?
1: I just felt like it.
0: Is this is getting boring.
1: I, I'm just, you know, we're, we're getting too real. It's a little draining every other week to just bare our souls. Why don't we just have so a So you thought
0: it would be better if we had a death match. Yeah. That that's an improvement.
1: That's my on... solution. Do you have any solutions?
0: One of us will be dead afterwards, Destiny.
1: I asked you if you had any solutions. <laughs> I I,
0: um, I I guess I don't. Well I guess man. I guess a death match is the only way.
1: The only way. Trust me, I looked so it that... up. I looked it up.
0: What if Sorry. I kill you?
1: Lots of people, lots of people have lived through death matches. No. No, I mean like lots of people. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, the I mean, winners.
1: Like, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> um,
0: Who did Ronald, Ra- Ronald Reagan have a death match with?
1: Hinckley. Is that the name of the guy that shot Ronald Reagan? No. I always get him mixed up with the guy that shot John Lennon.
0: I don't know who, who shot Ronald Reagan.
1: <laughs> it was
0: tune in next summer to find out.
1: <laughs> it's sweeps week. Sweeps week. The Big sweeps week. Hang- uh, cliffhanger. That who sounds shot like Ronald
0: Reagan. it sounds like a really bad like plot of a thriller in the eighties that. Um, The the twist for who assassinated the leader was it was someone to get, like, increased news ratings.
1: Oh, yeah. That's totally the Who Shot JR plot of um, Dynasty.
0: Wait, is it Dallas?
1: Dallas, Dallas, yes, Dallas. (laughs) Is
0: that actually the twist? Is it some people trying to create news?
1: Actually, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's... I don't know, actually. I'll have to look it up
0: sometime. They don't assassinate a president, but this is just the plot of Tomorrow Never Dies, so...
1: Mm, Good point.
0: Because he's like, news media would control the world, and you're like, well, you're kind of right, but also, 20 years later, haha, we're almost 20 years away from Tomorrow Never Dies, by the way. I feel like
1: they don't control it, but they manipulate it.
0: The news media? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've got this microphone, I'm going to yell into it about the news media, welcome. (laughs)
1: The rich control (laughs) it, and the news media manipulates it in favor of the rich. Hi, welcome Mm -hmm. to Goof Zone the funniest Welcome. podcast about mental
0: health. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jackson
1: and I'm Destiny.
0: We love to talk.
1: We do. We're here to talk and to listen to, <laughs> to conspiracy <you>. theories. <laughs> to your conspiracy theories.
0: <laughs> to, to your conspiracy theories. Uh, see, well the patriots um did a thing and that's not the My most friend people
1: Ian has a joke. Nine oh, eleven? No, wait. Excuse me. Three eleven was an inside job. It's my favorite joke.
0: It's really good. That's Do you know the funniest joke. thing about it? You getting it wrong. Me
1: too. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I agree. No, it's my, funny when he tells it.
0: My friend Ian has a joke. Nine eleven was an inside job. No, that's that is def- <laughs> that is that isn't a joke. That's very true.
1: I don't think it was an inside job. I used to like for a minute. Like wait, when really? I loose change. I was like. 17 when it happened jet
0: fuel can't melt steel beams to be fair
1: i don't remember that wasn't what convinced me it was something else and then i like thought about it later and i was like uh no stop it (laughs) just don't be that guy
0: please no the 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 saddest the like the truth is that the like people or like systems that are actually oppressive and shitty don't need to do something this ridiculous in order to control everyone they're I mean, already there.
1: They used it to win an or to steal an election, but it, they didn't actually put it into... Oh, the,
0: like, it was reacted upon. And... Why
1: are we talking about this? This is the goop zone.
0: <laughs> Fuck.
1: Sometimes we forget that there's a mic on and we have an audience that actually <laughs> That's wants genuinely to... genuinely
0: what happened. I was like, oh, let's just talk about 9-11 for a hot minute <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fresh takes on nine
0: eleven. The thing that made me realize it wasn't an inside job was the fact that capitalism is like way too strong a force to require something like to plan something that ridiculous. Also, anyway, correction: uh, I was fifteen
1: when it happened. I was like, don't tell me. S- Thank was, you. No. Shush, <laughs> sh- 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 my boy. Shush. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell the listener. I'll put down the microphone.
0: I, I was six.
1: I heard it. I'm going to go put my head in the toilet.
0: No, I wasn't 6. I was 8.
1: <sighs> I'm still putting my head in the toilet. That that's still a single digit. <laughs>
0: um I was in an after school club and Are we really was, doing this? I was really grumpy because ev- all the adults like were... Are we really
1: doing this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't understand why they hadn't made the snacks. Uh... <laughs> 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 What's upsetting
1: is like pretty soon that's gonna be everybody's nine eleven story because I'm gonna be a grandmother. Actually, no, I'm gonna be a, somebody's great aunt, and I'm just gonna be like, I was in high school. We saw crows on the football field, and then like you're gonna
0: be like. Of course, you have a weird ritual thing, not ritual, <laughs> like weird coincidence thing that's, like related to the fates of death of Goth High School.
1: Yep. <laughs> But like your yours and like everybody else that's gonna be like the future, they're gonna be like, "Well, I, don't I was know a why buddy, they mate. didn't make the snacks. I was hungry. I don't know why Mom why I didn't feed me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have object permanence. I thought she was gone forever. But then I this... found out the only thing without object permanence was George W. Bush.
0: Is this an infomercial? <laughs>
1: That's me telling the story of every future millennials' uh, 9-11 story.
0: Well, I, I remember when like Princess Diana died, and I was annoyed that they switched from the cartoons.
1: You were alive for that, I guess you were.
0: I was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I, didn't mean... I was forgot what year it happened. I wasn't trying to insult you.
0: It was ninety-seven. I was like four, and I really wanted to watch Woody Woodpecker.
1: Um. I think my aunt told me, and I didn't quite know who she was exactly, because I was 11. Anyway, we should talk about- Do a,
0: like another victory down with the redcoats. Our
1: week <laughs> <laughs> We should talk about her. The paparazzi killed Diana. That fame killed her. Just like it mm-hmm. killed Marilyn Monroe.
0: i uh, Sure.
1: Okay, so how was your week? <laughs>
0: it was fine. <laughs> I didn't like no world-ending events happened. I didn't get confused about why they were happening to the Have you I'm go going... I'm taking it back. Sorry. Have you seen <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, I remember watching on TV like a few years ago uh the show Airport where they show things happening at an airport, but it was the one the one they recorded on 9/11 and what just does so this it's a bunch... to do
1: with goof zone
0: D- nothing but you're right <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is an interesting anecdote
1: i mean it, was... it can be i guess but i feel like oh whoops i turned down my recording volume like crazy don't do that it was an accident i hope it actually is picking up my voice as loud as i was talking oh well we'll see we'll find out Tune in next month. <laughs> same Goof Zone. Same Goof Zone. <laughs> D- same lack of topics. I know. Same. This is awful. Like, oh no. We're so off topic. I don't know how <laughs> this <laughs> happened.
0: I wasn't same, even trying to be discourse. funny. discourse.
1: Like, I literally just, like, started... Talking to you about this This is the
0: goof zone. We we always open with complete on-topic nonsense for a while.
1: Off-topic nonsense. Well, I guess it's on-topic nonsense because it is the goof zone. But like, I um, I don't know. I feel like we should have a better better intro when we're here together. But you know what it is. Like, I haven't talked to anyone who who uh you know, outside of work all day. So now that I'm here I'm like oh hey Jackson, let's talk about Hey let's, let's do Nine eleven <laughs> I'm so eager. I'm so eager.
0: We have to stop talking about nine eleven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even like I don't know, there's nothing actually funny about nine eleven. It's just the the whole weird what you know, the reference point itself is absurd. But, like, the war and the loss of lives, never funny.
0: The 9-11's transformation into, like, a meme has been weird to watch as someone who isn't American, which would be an interesting discussion about culture if this wasn't not about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is uh, We could talk about the culture of mental illness.
0: We can talk. We about uh, in the late seventies. We tried to say how our weeks were doing. So.
1: Oh yeah, how? <laughs> yeah, my week was uh, good. I guess I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on it. Was it aight? It was, a'ight. It was a'ight. I. It was a'ight. I. It was I. I can't even a'ight. say that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's in my lexicon, emotionally, but not
0: literally. <laughs> I'm like emotionally I, but I'm not literally
1: (laughs) (laughs) I. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me uncomfortable to say that, but like, I feel it. I feel it so. But anyway, uh, in my bones, I've been sleeping less. Oh, and I've been like doing like I. I feel like I have less time for little projects. I feel like as soon as I get home, all I have time to do is eat, like look at a video game. And then, uh go to bed, and I've cool. been reading at work, and that's like mm-hmm. a rushed reading. It's not a very close reading. I don't know. I had therapy on Monday. Do you want to hear about that? Gone then. She wants to she, my therapist. We'll just call her, give my therapist a nickname.: Alison Alison, uh, you know, the Elvis Costello song was about her. Fun fact. Uh,
0: (laughs) Despite the fact that we just made up that name for her right now, it's actually the name that Elvis Costello also used as a fake name. Uh Uh-huh. And it's about
1: my therapist. She's really (laughs) wonderful. But, yeah, so... I... think that... (sighs) Sorry, I got a text message. I got a... A friend bought bought me a shirt, and we're going to wear it to a convention. Okay, so anyway... She she wants to work on this anxiety that I have about getting cancer. I have this intrusive thought about getting cancer, ever since my mother died of it. And she wants to work on that, and I'm terrified.
0: So what... how, do, how how do you work on that?
1: I don't know. Well, she's what is... like <clears throat> first, she wants me to go to the doctor and get like a mammogram to assure myself that I don't have cancer.
0: Well, I hope that doesn't go wrong.
1: Right? What if that backfires? <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the
0: the 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 first thought in my head when the therapist would say, "I think you should go get yourself checked for cancer." Is I go no, nah.
1: right? And then she also wants me to like look at pictures of like sick people and tumors and all the things I'm afraid of. Even like saying those words makes my stomach like nervous. I'm just so like not about that life. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> we also talked about. Uh, how to define adulthood, and mm-hmm. getting what we want out of life without think adhering to other people's things. But that's more of the episode that's, theme. That's
0: the episode's topic. We're gonna today. get into that later. Uh, I want to say on the point of uh, like obsessional thoughts. Like I have um uh, diagnosed OCD in that sense, and the way I have dealt with it, uh, intrusive thoughts has been. To, like, accept them. Um, like, I get what's some really process? harmful and intrusive... like,
1: What's your process?
0: So I get some really harmful and intrusive thoughts, and mine are, like, they're not about that that stuff. I do get anxious about illness, but this isn't really the same thing, so I don't know how, like, applicable the advice would be. Can I, I put like... you on
1: blast after this story? Put in? Can I put you on blast, as the kids say?
0: What does that
1: Oh, don't so me? Jackson got, like, a little cold, and he thought he was dying.
0: I mean, I did. That happened. (laughs) Oh, you... That did just happen. (laughs) No, I didn't think I was dying. I was terrified I was about to go blind.
1: That's even more ridiculous. Aw, poor Jackson. Whenever my, like,
0: eyes start to ache, because I'm really, really short-sighted, I'm, like, worried that that's it. They're gone. They're gone. And I don't want that. But anyway... (laughs) Um, the way I tend to deal with uh, intrusive thoughts is to just like, they're really harmful. They're really like, I often get the ones where I think I'm a bad person. I think I'm like capable of terrible things or whatever. And, or like, I get these really just painful images and my arm starts to ache because my, I broke my arm and I get a flashback to that. But I'm really, I've become really good at separating them from like out of the present moment. So I can like let the port thoughts pass Mm -hmm. and say, these happen but they don't actually mean anything about me as a person and by removing the value judgment i place on them i'm able to like remove a lot of the worry so that's good
1: oh that's nice and that's kind of where where she wants to get me
0: <laughs> like
1: she wants to get me in this place where i can just think about it and go that's a thought and and then just uh you know
2: <laughs>
1: uh not think any deeper than that. Good Not luck. Think, you know this is bad, and you're scared, and this is yeah. oh no, freak out. You know, <clears throat> freak out. <laughs> Le freak, chic.
0: Exactly. Um, I guess I should talk about my week, and then we'll just blast into the topic.
1: Yeah, let's let's do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, what did I do? What happened? What happened? Um, I did. I, I did a thing that's going to be the topic. And then I kind of just—I was sick. I got sick. That's it. I remember, uh, and that completely threw off my everything because uh, I need—I feel a real need to be productive at the moment. I am um, behind on all the things I've set for myself, and I've set myself way too many things, and I just feel overwhelmed at the moment before university starts. And being sick for two days and being unable to do anything was like the worst thing that I could do, but also probably a healthy thing in that it just freed me from that for a while, even if I hated being free from it. Like, I just couldn't do anything, so I had to be okay with not being able to do things for today.
2: Huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, gotta...
0: you gotta work. Oh, oh, Aww.
2: Aww. Are
1: you but, mocking uh... my sympathy towards you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> cuz I didn't think I don't know I'm mocking the fact that it's like I, I don't think it needs sympathy. I don't need sympathy. Um I'm mocking myself. Okay. You're mocking a way to, me
1: or mocking yourself.
0: <laughs> I'll mock anyone if it allows me to remove credit from myself. Why? I'm I'm just saying.
1: That's terrible.
0: Mm. But no it, it's been an okay week. Um I've I've been trying to like find ways of uh, listing things and to like focus on the things that I want to do but that's really difficult for me I struggle with like prioritizing things and focusing on what I want to focus on rather than what my brain decides to focus on
1: uh could you give an example
0: like with anything like I have three things to write today but I can't to get into the place where I could write any of them so I do this other thing instead that I kind of is also on the list but I didn't do the things above it because I felt more like doing that thing so the way I s- spend my time is dictated by just th- my in the moment feeling and I'm really bad at a sense of like just deliberate, purposeful I'm doing this over a course of time.
1: Yeah but you get a lot done to say that that's something you struggle with so that's pretty impressive
0: <laughs> Thank you like, you write I so try many rest. things. <clears throat> I guess I do.
1: I guess uh, I do. <laughs> hi, patreon.com slash head falls off.
0: Okay. <laughs> and he
1: says he doesn't do any
0: th- that much. He does a lot. I'm I'm like saying her like, uh, don't do that much. Come on. <laughs> girl, bye. <laughs> but no, that was my week. It was okay. It was fine. Um, Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're
1: trying to convince yourself.
0: I usually am.
2: She won't write a letter, though I always tell her. And so it's my assumption I'm really up the junction.
0: How are we going to have so many Reagan references? I
1: don't, I think Hinkley was the guy that shot at him.
0: Um, I think you're right. I don't know.
1: Because he did it for Jodie Foster. Why? Because he thought it would impress her? I don't know. He wasn't very well. And then Squeaky Frome tried to shoot him, I think.
0: Squeaky Frome isn't a real person. That's not a real person name.
1: She was in the Manson family, so it wasn't her real name.
0: Okay, so what you're telling me is you know all this because of your days as your death.
1: <laughs> I just, I just know. Oh, sorry, she tried to shoot Gerald Ford.
0: Duh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> mm, of course, that was the one that shot Gerald Ford. She
1: attempted to shoot him. Who's in the one? Seventy-five
0: okay i need to get off this topic before i start talking about the shooting in the west wing hey welcome to the goof zone again okay what? good
1: i didn't start recording
0: no none of us did
1: okay i didn't know if we were you didn't say
0: um so bad hosting for me
1: That's dock okay. me a
0: few points
1: you you know you, you're doing the best you can
0: fuck off you're... <laughs> what? What
1: are you... i'm just being genuine i like how you can't tell I Is can't... that the state of our relationship where you like literally can't sense whether or not I'm being sarcastic?
0: It's it's because I've podcasted with Matt for so long.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely heartbreaking. I I don't heal you. If 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 you want to heal, I will let you know ahead of time. I'm not gonna just put that on you. That's not my way. We're just being goofs. We're all just friends, and this is how we show our affection by busting each other's balls. That's ow. Well, not literally.
0: My friend punched me in the balls once. (gasps)
1: Did you like? Okay, so how does it feel? (laughs) <laughs> How does it feel like, you the balls? Did you lose your, like, breath? Did you go, like, <gasps> or is it, like, different? Is it, like, just, do you want to cry? I assume it's, like, no different from being punched anywhere.
0: It's, it's really... Mm, yeah, it's really sensitive. I, like, I assume it's... it's- <laughs> like <laughs>
1: i'm sorry you,
0: I'm you about, asked you asked i'm
1: thinking about the episode <laughs> description for this where it's like we talked about nine eleven and what it feels like to be punched in the nads <laughs> <laughs> so it really hurts and it like it's like uh it's like it's really sore oh well that's descriptive that was sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. What makes
0: it significant is like the pain feels like it's in a different place to the part you are punched. Boo! Like when you're punched normally, it's on the surface of your skin, but because of the sensitive area, like it goes like back, and you just like feel it just generally, and the whole thing feels on edge. It's really it's hard to describe the concept of pain. Destiny.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Is it like a burning or a sharp? No,
0: it's 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 more sharp.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Don't do not do that to yourself. Don't let your friends do that to you. Friends don't let friends punch each other in the nads.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely let him punch him in the, my nads. That's what I did.
1: <laughs> you were like, hey, right here, brother.
0: No, me and Alex kept insulting. Well, G- Gareth had become... Uh, this, these are the friends involved. Gareth had become a Christian in order to pick up girls, and we were <laughs> mocking the integrity of his decision. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, was that like the trendy thing girls were doing at your school? Getting confirmed?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, he wanted to go to YPF, which is the local Christian youth, youth club, in order to pick up girls. And he went and then became Christian like six weeks later. Um, he's not anymore. He stopped oh, that. Well, because um,
1: the girls weren't coming.
0: Well, he's he's in a like solid four-year relationship now and has got a house. And that's terrifying.
1: What religion uh, is he, though? That's the important
0: question religion is an atheist but hopefully the atheists that don't keep punching me in the balls <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anyway we, we we were we were mocking him consistently and he had had enough and the way he was going to show us that was by punching me in the balls
1: goodness how old are you
0: I was 17
1: okay that's a good okay. age for that <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I—I I think I responded with, "You didn't even say the power of Christ compels you."
1: Wow, you yeah. to say that you uh, got hit in the gonads—that's like a really. Well,
0: Alex, as the third person officiator, was like, "You look—you lost. You punched him in the balls, and you still lost. So get down."
1: But you had like a little, cl- little clever comeback. I,
0: look, there. Um... They make, they can shoot me down, but I may have bruised their egos with some cunning, witting remarks. I don't know. That's a DS9 quote. We're talking this week. I month. only know that yeah.
1: because one of my friends uses it in her Twitter bio. You're right. Isn't that and- Andrea?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's how I knew about her for a long time before I followed her. I was like, oh, that's wrong. the DS9 quote. This Weird is quote. not
1: staying in the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: Anyway, we're ruining this. <laughs>
1: yep, we are. It was perfectly good, and now it's horrible.
0: <laughs> Much like my balls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. They got better.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I'm so happy um, for you guys. <laughs> this week, we're going to talk about, like, um, week, this episode, hair. This episode, we're going to talk about, uh, like... Expected things of like life goals and how we're gonna um achieve them or not achieve them or remove ourselves from comparing against them basically what happened was I went to a university head start like camp thing before I go in um September and destiny you went to someone's wedding didn't yeah, you yeah
1: one of my young cousins got married on Saturday mm-hmm. Real young cousin, great? and I was—I was their bridesmaid. Hmm. Nice. My middle um, name is her first name.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> I
0: don't know what's up with this shit. These <laughs> <laughs> <His> names. <laughs> uh, and I thought it would be cool to talk about those experiences and how. Like, what we're thinking about off the top of that. So, Destiny, tell me. Tell me about this wedding you went to.
1: All right. Well, uh, I want to talk about, like, how this young person who's a decade... She's not a decade younger than me, but she might as well be. Getting married. And then, like, everybody around me is talking about marriage and having children. Like, I have a friend that's, like, really close to trying to have kids. And then my sis- my youngest sister who is four years younger than me, is about to have a baby. Like, she's due next month. And it's like, everybody around me is doing all these adulthood, like, uh, milestone things. Like, they're all just hitting adulthood milestones. So, I'm going to turn 30 next... Oh my gosh, this January, I'm turning 30. And it just, I, I started to question, like, well, what, what am I, like, am, am I where I want to be, with growing up, and like, is this like inadequate feeling I'm feeling about the, um, signposts of quote unquote maturity around me, like, are these making me feel inadequate, or should I be feeling inadequate? Can't I just be okay with it? Yeah, so the wedding was really awkward. And then it was also coupled with being around my family, which, like, ever since my mom died, it's, like, awkward being at family get-togethers because I feel like I'm not super close to anybody in my extended family. So that was a little odd. Like, even this cousin, she asked me to be her bridesmaid because we're not that close, and she wanted to get closer. Uh, uh So, you know, it wasn't even like... A uh, cousin I was particularly close to. And I'm super happy for her. And I'm really glad that I decided to be the bridesmaid. One of the bridesmaids in this wedding. But, um oh, I lost my train of thought. I, I just, you know, it was like a double discomfort. Actually, no, a triple discomfort. Because it's like, you're in a room full of people that don't know you, even though they're your blood. Then you're you know listening like they all know the cool hip songs and all the dances and like all these things that just it seems every black person just seems to know not literally but just like that's how you feel when you're sitting there but you don't know any of them so it's like well Mm -hmm. where did i go wrong in my (laughs) blackitude and um
0: (laughs) i thought i had it in my
1: Purse, yeah, <laughs> and, I, swear and the, I, packed that. Yeah, I thought I brought it with me, and I only remembered to bring this lotion and extra shoes. Uh, and then you know, the also the sensation of seeing all my younger cousins being like the most mature people, like overhearing someone whose butt I used to wipe talking about how he <laughs> haggled for a deal on a car. You know, like, I'm you're sorry. really amused by that. You've never babysat, have you? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't
0: bad. I was like adjusting a thing And suddenly you're gonna throw that out there <laughs> Sorry
1: but Yeah no it's a little girl She's not a little girl anymore And I still think of her as a little girl She still kind of has the same voice she had When she was a little girl She's talking about haggling on this car I don't even own a car I had to take the bus to work today
0: mm-hmm. but, I yeah. had the bus go
1: Bus was fine. It was uh, it was very like bumpy, like a bus, bumpier than a school bus. But it had a seatbelt, but it wasn't the kind that goes over your shoulder. So I felt very unsafe.
0: Ah, (laughs) uh, the uh, vanity seatbelts.
1: Yeah, those are not going to save anyone from anything. (laughs) Like,
0: thanks. (laughs) Cheers. But I don't know. Like, what? So. When you were, like, my age, I'll say, Mm -hmm. young Destiny, 21 years old, ready to take on the world. Oh, yeah, I was. So what did you, this might be too real, but, like, what did you have, it like, how did you have a conception of your 20s and how they were going to achieve the milestones? What was it?
1: I'm sure everybody does. I saw myself by now having, like, a house, even though I don't want a house now, but let me stop interrupting myself a house and some sort of car and a nice little place. And like having this job where I um don't have to wake up in the morning, like instead of having a nine to five or an eight to five, as I currently have, I would have like a, you know, cool job where I work from home and just write all day and drink coffee and watch the sun come up and just like <laughs> weird romantic artist type Uh, daydreams and Mm -hmm. I still kind of think of my life that way even though I'm nowhere aligned with that and I don't know how to get there like it's not actually something I'm working towards but that's still kind of how I picture my, (laughs) my 30s and 40s going because my 20s didn't go that way but it's like I don't know but yeah I totally had a lot going on where I expected you know these things to just fall into my lap. hmm That's not how life works.
0: Apparently we were lied to.
1: Well it's not even like no one it, it was just something that Damn I,
0: that Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't love> it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, no, it was it was a thing and I just I'm trying to be proactive about aligning myself more with what I want. But right now, mm-hmm. all I can seem to focus on are the th- are the things I don't want.
0: Uh, yeah, I understand that.
1: You have that too?
0: Like, it's, not, it's just like, you think of your... F- like, do you mean if you think of your future and you think, oh god, here's what I'm going to be, I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but then, and... like, the thing you want, you don't know how to, like, get to it.
0: No, th- <laughs> for me, the thing I want, is, like, I know it's impossible... On a thousand levels, so I don't actually know the
1: practical way to, like, help myself. Like, I'm I'm not trying to, like, I'm trying to differentiate it from, like, the things that, like, my literal obstacles, like, okay, you don't have a car, and you don't have a lot of income right now, and more about, like, I didn't, uh, like, I had this goal where I... Wanted to teach. And then as soon as I got close to student teaching, I decided I didn't want to teach anymore. Mm -hmm. It was just too much. And so now I'm like afraid of making a definitive decision about my future because I'm like, well, what if I change my mind again?
0: Mm -hmm. I understand that.
1: But then I still Uh. have this daydream of like where I want it to be, even though it's something like I'm almost like afraid to actually go for that.
0: Well, I know, for me, like, I really wanted to be, uh, try to, you know, be a screenwriter for a while mm. when I was a bit younger. I say that as a 21-year-old. Christ. I know, um,
1: it makes me laugh. I'm like, you're still so um, young, you're a fetus. <laughs> <laughs> Little fetus Jackson.
0: Yep, that's my name. Hashtag fetus Jackson. <laughs> at fetus Jackson on Twitter. Don't Aww. follow <laughs> at fetus Jackson. Um, but, because that's what I went to, um university for and through there and through seeing like the inner workings of that as an industry i was like oh i can't do this at all but now i'm in the place where i'm like that was the thing i wanted to do like be a writer in some sense Mm -hmm. and i look around like all the games writing i'm doing critical writing i'm doing right now and the, the death that is the industry there and I see all the things I would like to do but all the ways of getting to them is like, one, impossible or two, just to, to make that my life I would have to get rid of all the things I would enjoy about it hmm. so then you're in this place where you're like how do I choose what to do when the things that I want to do aren't actually the things that I want to do and
1: well it's like, the things you want to, if they're not if they're not the things you want to do they're not the things you want to do so don't do them
0: but you yes. know what I mean, though? Like, I assume with the student teaching thing, you're like, I want to do the student teaching, but then there's all these other things around it that make it just way too hard to
1: approach. Mm, okay, okay, I get where you're coming from. Even though, like, I have no desire to do that anymore. Like, when I did sure. want it, it was mm-hmm. it was still terrifying. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's like... Uh, if you want to do something as a career... It will always have a bunch of unwanted um, think like things surrounding it, in order to make it feasible, and that's the bit I get stressed about.
1: Mm. But I also the theory, like if I do want something enough, like I'll be, like I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with the the yucky bits of it, because it's like, well, you did want, like for instance. When I was unemployed, all I wanted was an eight to five job. I was just like, oh, please just let me find some cushy office job where I'm in front of a computer all day because I didn't have any job. Mm hmm. And so now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, I want to work from home, and I don't want to have to get up so early. <laughs> but it's like, well, no, you remember, Destiny, you wanted this. This is you're doing what you you, you want to do right now. So I have, like, I'm okay with it on some level. Mm-hmm. But there, but there are some things where it is just like, boo. Well,
0: I remember when I had my office job uh, last a couple years ago, and it's just it's exhausting. In this very, it's mentally exhausting for me. It was.
1: I think it depends on the office job. Mine can be cuz it's it's difficult. It's not just mm-hmm. it's not just typing mindlessly or answering phone calls or making phone calls. It's just like it it, it takes a lot of um it's very time sensitive work that involves critical thinking and in that way it is very stressful and difficult. But it's also like a really good pay for someone without a college degree. And I like the people I work with, so it's it's got like there are a lot of things I like about it that keep me there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm kind of going off topic with what I wanted to dis- discuss. But well, let's you, bring it back. Yeah, why don't you talk about your university thing and how you were like you felt like you were perceived versus how you felt? Because I know oh, that, that was thing. something you wanted to. I guess that's talk kind
0: about. of I, I guess that's kind of off topic, but that, that we can go into that a bit. Is,
1: like is that okay, or would you rather? Talk I about mean, that's that, else?
0: that's that's fine. I was like, I don't know if we want to keep going into tangents on this episode of. I guess this can be the tangent episode. That's fine. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I mean, well, well, talk about what you really want to talk about. Like, why are we here? What do we? Let's not um, tangent.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. So I went to hang on. You're all right. Mm, it's two in the morning. Poor <laughs> darling. I know. So I went to this uh, couple days where I stayed at the university and we had a few talks and we listened to some things and had group sessions or whatever, and it was just a, here's the way to prepare yourself for university. I qualified for this day by being on this scheme that is open to like poor students and disabled students and mature students, and I met all three of those criteria. So that was cool. Triple threat,
1: triple threat, what?
0: Yep, that's me. Triple threat student, gold star student. <laughs> um, so that was a weird experience because I have already been to university and I didn't like it. So I'm going into this place which is an environment similar to something I have these extremely negative connotations with. Uh, and I feel weird because... It's familiar, but it's not familiar right and i'm I'm not and and also like I have um like the time I had at university last time was bad because the people were bad and it was a bad situation and everything, but also I didn't like parts of it because I thought they were like actually wrong there's like there's some parts that were just that went bad, and there's some parts that are just I have a philosophical disagreement with the way this is done. And those bits didn't change here, so that's strange. And you're going in and you're listening to these talks that they're giving and they're saying like remember you need to for every like hour of studying you need to do uh, every hour of, of contact time you need to do this much private study and you need to do at least 36 hours of private study a week and you have to have a part-time job and you have to do as many societies as possible and make sure that you live a full and rounded student life and i'm like oh god
1: <laughs> no it's like You've been there, done that, and it isn't actually, like... Well, some of that stuff is true, but, like... It's more like I don't want
0: to go to a place that is gonna, like, tell me to treat myself like I'm a walking CV.
1: But I guess, like, they tell you that, but then when you actually go through... You hey, let me
0: tell you, those the, the degrees are not difficult enough that you're going to be spending that much time studying.
1: Well, it just depends on what it is because I mean like if you're doing like organic chemistry, that's one thing. But if you're doing like I was an English major, as long as you read the thing, you're fine. But that's but not th- what I'm trying to talk about. Like I just meant like they tell you that stuff, but then when you get there, most of it isn't true.
0: Well, that's the thing is that when I talked to uh my I, I can't remember what the lectured thing was called, but I talked to the basically the people in my faculty and the people who I will be being lectured by and talked to as as part of my course, mm-hmm. and they talked sounded like human beings rather than university marketing speak nonsense. I mean,
1: that's just part of the brochure. That's the stuff they tell you so you can go yeah. home to your parents and tell them that they told you that.
0: And that's what it felt like. It was really strange because I'm like, it's not like this. Um, like I'm gonna and it it so sort of just felt weird going to this um cup this couple of days where they're basically selling me values that I think are harmful mm. um but I mean you I,
1: know that so you don't have to like actually i know buy that. Into so they, it. yeah they
0: don't they don't affect me, but I'm like, did I buy into them last time and then they burned me? Is that what happened last time I, oh no. do
1: you think you did?
0: I think a little bit, but I think I was already by then cynical enough to go fuck off. Um,
1: I'm trying to think. I don't really remember any of my uh, orientation type stuff for school. I feel like I just kind of, like, I. I feel like I had a plan for myself, and, like, if they had suggestions for what I should have been doing, I tried some of it, but not all of it. Because I wanted to do things my way, but then again, I, you know, I was in school so long that I ran out of scholarship hours, so maybe I should have listened to someone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know, um, but for this thing, it went fine, I just felt weird coming out of it. I felt excited for the course, because I think the people on the course sound good, and the course itself sounds fun, but I know it's not going to be everything and it's not gonna like fix the stuff I need fixed in my life, and that's strange. Well, it's
1: just a class. Exactly. Like, but how? You know, it'll be enriching. I hope. Well, the way that my
0: family talk about it, are like, you don't have any friends because you went to university and you didn't make any friends. So this time, you'll make all your friends for the rest of your life. That and that's is not going to happen.
1: That's a one couching it in this. You, you didn't make friends because you you went there and you didn't. So this time you will is weird. Two, I mean, it, you'll be around different people. So hopefully you know you'll find more people that you click with, and that'll be great. Maybe, but uh,
0: so I got on. so at this day I got on with the people, mm-hmm. and they all like me and that's good. And they're cool and whatever. But are they're you still not...
1: talking to anybody?
0: Yeah, a few of us have a group text chat.
1: That's nice on,
0: on the iMessage. That's good. Um, And yeah, that's fine. And... But I don't... I didn't meet, like, people that I thought, there's someone that I'm gonna, you know, um, just chat to for hours and hours.
1: Well, I mean, nobody feels that. Like, you never know who it's gonna be when you... Like, the first time I met my current BFF, they were just... Like, I thought they were unapproachably cool. I was, like, mm-hmm. intimidated by them. I didn't think as soon as I met them, this is the one. This is going to be my uh, platonic soulmate forever. Like, it didn't forever. go that way. It took a bunch of encounters, conversations, going to things together. We went to a lot of shows and a lot of movies together. And over time, that's when it became the Badland Girls yeah <laughs> but yeah no i i think it's hard to, you know you never know right away like it's not i don't think some, it's something it's not like meeting your soulmate in a movie it's oh, just a quiet
0: little thing I, I don't I don't think it's that i just think my point is more that i feel different to these people in a very real way
1: well i mean here. you've got you know different issues
0: yeah, so I go and I'm like, basically, so I have my brains different, and I have this neurotypical stuff, and I have Asperger's Syndrome and everything, and th- just the way people talk and communicate, I feel foreign to it, and as I've got older and better at like faking it or whatever, that feeling hasn't gone away, and it never goes away, and I still feel weird about that.
1: Do you think, like could you approach it without thinking about the differences like being aware of them in the sense where you'll adapt and like and protect yourself so you don't you know so they don't
0: um... oh I did, I did that That's like, yeah, but instead went... of
1: thinking about it like okay well I'm different so we can't click it's like I'm different but we can click
0: I mean I did that for the thing like I got on really well with everyone and they like me and I like them and like it didn't go badly or anything
1: it just but, sounds like you just there's a lot of apprehension uh, still.
0: Yeah, I'm just. I feel really aware of myself, mm. um, and I always will. I I just.
1: It's I uncomfortable. Like, and go on. I don't want yeah. to finish your sentence.
0: Um. And there's a thing with these things specifically is that you listen to what the other people are worried about like they say everyone's worried about making friends and i get really i get really weird when i hear that other people are worried about that
1: it's uh, a normal uh, thing cuz they're going they i know no so i
0: know it's a normal thing and i like i i get annoyed that it's a normal thing
1: being anxious about making friends yeah i don't understand why
0: because people this is going to get into the real talk that is far from the topic of this episode but so for me I'm I'm not saying this is a good way to be or whatever but as someone with like these specific like neurological things that mean I can't connect with people or wouldn't at least able to as well at school and at places and ended up really really lonely a lot like a lot over and over again I don't understand how so many people can have worries about making friends
1: Wait, you don't... You, you're you saying you don't understand how people could be worried about making friends because you were lonely?
0: I'm saying that it doesn't feel like the same thing. I'm saying that...
1: Well, I mean, it's different degrees, but it's still something that people worry about. Like, before you go to a new place, you're always like, God, I hope there's somebody I can talk to. Yeah, and,
0: and I get that. And, like, people are like... My sister... Gets worried about that. But everywhere my sister goes, she makes friends, for example. But, so I... like,
1: that might not be... One, like, maybe they're not the kind of friends she wants. Maybe it's not necessarily true on the level that you think it is. Two, if it is true, like, it doesn't mean that it's... Like, pe- she's still allowed to worry about it.
0: Oh, sure. But I'm just saying that it makes me, like, aware that I'm different to people. And my, like... I, I don't.
1: Wouldn't it make you feel more similar to people because you both have this thing? No. Like no. you're both anxious about the no. same so thing.
0: What it does to me is it says, like, this, the way in which these people, these people, the way in which, like, people generally interface with this worry as a thing is, like, on a different plane to the way that I do. And it makes me feel even more disconnected
1: are you assuming it because they don't deal with asperger's is that where that's coming from?
0: that's part of it but just
1: because like... i just i feel like you're presuming a lot but i also know I, that I am, like well yeah but... you can say it as somebody who is neuro atypical but i i don't know like i don't know like i i, I guess i don't know what to say because i i feel bad that it makes you feel more disconnected yeah. when I feel like it, if it's a universal thing, it should almost make you kind of breathe a sigh of relief, because it's like, well, at least they're also worried about this thing that I'm worried about.
0: Nah, no. If I wish it did that, but no, it makes me... Because f- f- th- my experience has been like, about how disconnected I am, right? And I'm lonely because I'm disconnected, and I can't make friends because I'm disconnected or different. Uh... But if therefore the majority of people can't share the same worry, does that make sense? Mm.
1: Uh. But I mean, like there are people who can't make friends for different reasons, or oh, like, I not, or I'm... that have a hard time making friends. <clears throat> can't is such a strong word because I don't think it's impossible for you to make friends. Otherwise, you wouldn't be friends with me. But like, um, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those things where I I I, I hope. That once you actually start talking to people, you'll feel a little more comfort around th- the way that other people feel about those things.
0: Well, that's where this time went weird and where this is going, this whole, like, that point was going, was because then after, like, having that feeling and going, how do people just make friends with people? I don't understand it. Then everyone was suddenly friends with me. Yay! Right, and yay, huh? Right. So that's the thing: is that all along I've done, like, I've done all the right things, I've prepared in the right ways, but I still feel disconnected and weird about all the feelings for no reason whatsoever. And then, when the people like me, I feel weird and disconnected for no reason whatsoever. And now that I've got a- got some friends going into uni and they all seem fine and they all like me and everything's fine, I still feel weird about it and I don't know why.
1: Um, that's a topic to soul search on because Mm -hmm. I I think because you didn't see it coming it's probably weird (laughs) that's gotta be part of it right
0: I I, I think it's more the the things I need or want are like deeper and don't go away when some people like me
1: well yeah like that's what I mean about the soul searching like people can't solve your problems but Mm -hmm. Like, you'll get... It'll be fabulous to have friends and people that like you and that you both feel the same way about each other or you all feel the same way about each other. But at the same time, uh, you know, you still have other things within that you have to, you know...
0: Well, that's what I'm terrified about, is that... Working on lost... yourself? No, I'm more terrified about, like, the fact that I might be, like, have dealt with the absence of this stuff and that messing me up for so long that I can't, like, accept it ever again.
1: I don't think that's possible.
0: Okay. I know you keep saying that, but I But I don't... That.
1: I know it's a fear, but, like, I don't think that's how people work. hmm Even, like, yeah. Because, I mean, like, there are people who... Actually, no, let's not make it this, like, weird... Instead of trying to use these weird universal examples, bring it back to you, like, um, I also feel like, okay, so you said you had to kind of put on this, like, not necessarily a front or a false identity, but you kind of have to present more, like, can you explain it? Like you said earlier, you... like. I
0: behave how I'm meant to behave. I follow the social cues and rules as I've learned them, rather like the I follow all the social cues and rules and have been able to learn them, but they don't feel intuitive to me. Okay. And, and hence, when I do that, I don't feel myself.
1: Right, so like, then... That's an Asperger's
0: thing for sure.
1: You're making friends based on this part of yourself that doesn't feel real, so it doesn't feel like a real thing. So you're going to feel mm-hmm. a little empty.
0: Yeah, yes. Okay, that's, it. that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, because it's like... like I wasn't I myself. What happens I'm, when they actually know me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, t- it's totally what it
0: was was I learned to get to the point where I could not act in the way of like being like I learned social cues and socialization enough to be able to be not terrible at it and then that worked but I don't like it feels like none of it's based on any kind of honesty at this point.
1: Well, I mean, the more you get to know somebody, the more honest you can be with them. And it sounds Mm. like some weird grandma wisdom, but it's true. I mean, like. Thank you, weird.
0: Thank you, weird grandma.
1: (laughs) Bye! (laughs)
0: Now, who did 9 11?
1: Reagan. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He he set up the foundation. Now, okay, so. (laughs) Essentially, (laughs) like, you'll get to be more yourself in front of someone. Because it's kind of like when you first start dating someone and you're, like, afraid to fart in front of them. Yeah. We've all been there, right?
0: I don't remember being there.
1: And, well, maybe you were farting from day 1. You were very brave. I mean, I know
0: that we were friends before we started dating me and Rachel, so but I'm fairly sure they had farted in front of me beforehand.
1: <laughs> this is nice. I'm really glad. Well, I never <laughs> want to fart in front of my partners. I don't even feel comfortable know- knowing that they know that I poop. Is like so anxiety inducing. I want to cry, right? Destiny, do,
0: destiny. Yeah. Do you, do you poop? I poop. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, so like, I'm I'm trying to get more comfortable with that. But but mm-hmm. like, but using it as the example, like, yeah, you you're like, oh man, I haven't farted in front of them. But these people have to know that I'm gassy. This friendship is based on fartlessness, and what's gonna happen when I fart
0: well i think for both of us where that goes like doesn't just tie into anxiousness it also ties into this certain thing that we definitely know and that is that we are bad and the people when they learn the right thing they will know we are bad and will go away forever
1: yeah that's the the deep intense that's what caused this podcast to start both of us sharing <laughs> that exact fear like as soon as you find out They're going to know,
0: they're going to know. So we thought we'd have a podcast in which we, every single two weeks, uh, broadcast to the world things that will convince you of that. Right. (laughs) But it turns out that's really draining.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I hope soon we can have a guest to to buffer some of this uh, real talk.
0: I actually, I think we're going to get into a bunch of guests soon, I think guests are going to become a regular thing here, and it'll become a way lighter show. It's still cool mental health advice stuff, and we'll still get real, but, oh god, I'm tired.
1: (laughs) I actually feel okay, but I know you kind of went deeper than I did today, so. Well, Um, I mean, it's
0: it's 2.14 in the morning.
1: Well, I mean, like deeper as far as, like, well, do you, okay, what do you mean, like, you're just tired and it's making... I mean, you, I'm tired. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean at the same time, you still, you still went deeper. Like, yeah, if you had I, done this I, earlier, I, you still would have done it, you know? Uh-huh. Talking about very sensitive things.
0: Like my balls.
1: Yep, that, Nine Eleven. <laughs> Grandmother. It's my balls.
0: <laughs> That's another podcast joke.
1: Don't worry about it. But, no,
0: so I didn't actually get into the topic ever in my section, so whoops, but I, I'm also often... Ang- I don't... So here's the, my thing. I don't have a plan for the next 10... I don't know what I'll be in 10 years. I don't even... I don't even have a what I want. I'm like completely empty in my thinking about the future. Is that weird?
1: Um, no. I don't think it is, because I feel like lots of people... Especially people in your age group are kind of on on that plane, mm-hmm. so no, I don't think it's weird at all.
0: But I don't like I don't even have an idealized this is what I want to be doing in a perfect world. Like I just I, I just have a big nothing when I think about my future, and it gets real dark real fast. Though, like I think about what am I doing in ten years, and I can't even think that I'll be around.
1: Like, oh, that's so that
0: that's the one. That's still no, that, that. That's only part of it. Part of it is just that I don't know what I'll be di- like. I don't. You don't
1: know what you want. I don't
0: know what I want, but Please. it's less than I don't know what I want. It, it's it's it, it's more than an absence. It's there's an active like inability to get to wanting anything.
1: Okay, that's
0: and I, it, that's definitely caused by like the, the like. The way the world is at the moment, and there aren't any jobs, and there aren't any this, and and I just my brain goes, well, there aren't anything, so it makes you
1: depressed. So it's like, "Mm, why am I even daydreaming?
0: Yeah, I look, I look around at the possibilities, and I don't see any.
1: But hope keeps us alive, Jackson. (laughs) You gotta hope. (laughs) Without (laughs) your dreams, what happens to a
0: dream deferred, Jackson? Uh, It it, it enters on the next year. That's literally what deferred means.
1: No, I I got your joke. Thank you. It's very cute. Langston Hughes would love it.
0: He would. Me and Langston Hughes, we hang out on Sundays.
1: He calls you at home.
0: Like, Langston, hey, hi. I used the landline. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> Which call him landline Langston. He's the only one he phones. Oh,
1: yeah. He's, he's a thrifty dead man. <laughs> That's a really good name. <laughs> God, I'm Thrifty Dead Man. Sounds like a jazz musician, or like an old timey blues guy. Thrifty Dead thrifty Man. Thrifty Dead Got Well, here, here go. Anyway, it's your cousin,
0: Thrifty Deadman <laughs> <laughs> Please,
1: my father was Thrifty Dead Man. <laughs> Call me Thrift.
0: Thrifty.
1: <laughs> thrifty. <laughs> thrifty. Uh, oh, that's. <laughs> I
0: guess I guess we're done with that.
1: <laughs> I think we're. Are we doing this podcast? Where are we? Where are we now?
0: I don't know. Did you. I feel like my seg- section on that little bit went longer and you left yours halfway done. Oh. Is there anything, is Whoa. There anything more you want to chat about?
1: Well, my therapist's advice was just to figure out what I want and how to align what I want with what I'm doing. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to start looking up different uh, freelancing things to see if that's something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at uh, sort of maybe getting some sort of finishing school without having to quit my job. See what that entails. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I want to do? There's a there's a, I want to talk to people who do some of the stuff I'm interested in to see how they got started. Because I think that'll be, that's a good first step. Just research, essentially. Yeah. and Kind of write out what I want for myself and what I know I don't want. And uh, figure out how to implement it. As far as that anxiety thing I talked about earlier with the intrusive thoughts. Like, I, I think I'm going to, well, I need to work on mindfulness. So I'm going to do some more research on that too. Even though it's something I've been doing. For almost a decade. I, I really
0: do. I really do recommend. Like actively trying to. Like once. Like when you have one of those thoughts. do you, Are you able to acknowledge. That they are intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you've got to that point. Then you can definitely. It's like it's difficult. But you can get to the point. Where. Like you go. Where well, your reaction is. I am having an intrusive thought. And then when it goes. You go. Okay. I'm no longer having an intrusive thought. Rather than thinking about the thought itself. That's like fa- Oh, go on. Mm-hmm. But we're just saying, by framing it as a thought that doesn't like, say anything about yourself, which is what it is, it, I, it helps so much with being able to move on after after
1: it's gone. It's amazing that you can do that. This sounds really negative. but like, please,
0: please. Please do it. Say I'm going to say, do it, it.
1: as someone who like like has a lot of negative self-talk, it's interesting that you can do this with intrusive thoughts, but you can't do it with your negative self-talk. That's all yep. I was gonna say, but I thought it sounded meaner in my head.
0: Oh, I, I, I feel like I interrupted you, or you interrupted yourself, because I could, like, I was ready for the. Just well, the... no, it, mm. like that's like mm. that's exactly what I because
1: like you've like when I've tried to talk you through some mindfulness exercises when you've been having a bad time. Well, what I know, like, couldn't like stop resistance. laughing
0: and because sh- wasn't there was the meditation thing? Where you're like, dude, this meditation thing. Like, I was doing. I tried
1: you. to. <laughs> I tried so embarrassing to talk about on a podcast but i did try to guide jackson through a meditational exercise didn't, it didn't work didn't work because he kept laughing at me
0: i, I like i it, it was at first it was like oh you're just being nervous but then you were like literally can't get to the point where you can be there with it And i'm like no
1: i can't i'm sorry that's okay it's fine and yeah. then uh the other thing is like when i ask you to like try researching this stuff for your anxiety you're like nope 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 but then you're like actually practicing it with your intrusive thoughts
0: hmm i guess i uh, i mean i know i am
1: you literally are (laughs) um it's fascinating that's all i'm just gonna point that out i'm gonna let you work through that my brother
3: I hope that our few remaining friends Give up on trying to save us I hope we come up with a failsafe plot To piss off the dumb few that forgave us I hope the fences we mend I hope you die I hope we both die I hope I cut myself shaving tomorrow I hope it bleeds all day long Our friends say it's darkest before the sun rises We're pretty sure they're all wrong I hope it stays dark forever I hope the worst isn't over And I hope you blink before I do I hope I never get sober And I hope when you think of me years down the line You can't find one good thing to say And I'd hope that if I found the strength to walk out You'd stay the hell out of my way I am drowning There is no sign of Coming down with me Hand in unlovable hand And I hope you die I hope we both die
0: We're gonna call it I think the goof zone Has been rezoned.
1: <laughs> the goof zone has been De-zoned
0: <laughs> right, right to your congressman Fight
2: the good fight the
1: Goof, fight, they Save paved the goof Zone. <laughs> they paved goof zone Put up a parking lot
2: put a... <laughs> <laughs> They
0: paved goof zone And put up a parking lot
1: You really liked that My my <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because that song and that, like, metaphor is so fucking terrible.
1: You know, it, it they, they've done that to places.
0: <laughs> I know, but all I hear is I just hear, like, it, it's, I hear, like, the worst, like, yeah, they did pave paradise, <laughs> and they put up a parking lot. How dare they?
1: No, you're right. My God. You're
0: right. Why would they pave paradise?
1: No one calls anything paradise except for, like, literal paradises, like, beautiful tropical areas. Like, there's nowhere in Omaha, Nebraska, I would consider a paradise. Except for maybe my pillow.
0: It's it's just got lots of, like, pictures of palm trees on it.
1: (laughs) It's got coconuts. Coconut movie. Remember when we were going to end the podcast? Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Everyone. No. Okay. No. Yeah. No, so I guess wait, we should plug. We didn't get any mail. We
0: we got just um. Rick asking us who's Dylan and what's the deal with fish. Oh
1: well, Dylan is cool, and we like Dylan. Dylan's great. Dylan's also cool really good. What, what? Dylan has a lot of. He's got great hair. is oh, Dylan's hair. I'm jealous Dylan's, of Dylan's got hair. some fly. He's got some fly style.
0: Jealous of his hair, jealous of his nail varnish.
1: Yep. And like,
0: jealous just... of his ability to photo f- f- photograph Monday in Australian streets.
1: <laughs> uh, selfie game on point, Dylan. Selfie game on point. Yeah. And also fish, like literal fish.
0: Uh, no, the band. <laughs> I don't
1: know anything yeah. about the band, but except that they're noodly and terrible. Mm. And rest in peace, Harris Whittles.
0: And that's more than I know. I know P H. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, Dylan always writes into our podcasts saying, "What's your favorite fish?"
1: Oh, right. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Well, my favorite fish <laughs> is um. I don't really have a favorite fish. Me neither. Like
0: End of this. I'm ending this. We're ending <laughs> this podcast. Destiny, where can we be found?
1: goof.zone At GoofZone on Twitter. Shit, yeah,
0: Goof.Zone.
1: I think we're... Are we on iTunes yet?
0: No, I've submitted the feed to iTunes, but but I'll get the email soon. I'll let everyone know.
1: And then I'm waiting for you to take a picture so we can have podcast art.
0: Do you have the picture?
1: No, because I was told that... Oh, I was told to wait... I'm waiting
0: for you to take the picture.
1: See, this is... Okay, this is a silly (laughs) misunderstanding through his company style. So uh, the person that was supposed to take my picture was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for Jackson to take their picture. So I have a reference point for your picture. So I thought you knew that I was waiting uh, no, for I,
0: you. I'm I'm waiting so I can have a reference point for your <laughs> picture.
1: <laughs> How about we both take a picture?
0: At same just, time. Yeah, I think that,
1: that they're just waiting for the other. And you know what? I'll just take a bunch. Just take a good selfie. And I'll take a good selfie and we'll like point in opposite directions. We'll take this part out of the podcast so it'll be a surprise.
0: I think we should change the design of this picture
1: Yeah. Do you not want to use photos of ourselves? We can put we can make a little we'll have Matt paint something. I,
0: I have I have an idea for the photos and I'll take a selfie of myself looking up and you can do like uh nineties teen protagonists on a bed with their like head in their hands looking down. And oh. It'll be up and down. Keep saying.
1: That's cute. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. All
0: right. We did it. That's did behind it. the scenes exclusive.
1: <laughs> we are shrewd business persons.
0: It's, let's just say our Twitter doesn't get out of here. Oh, my God. At three in the morning. <laughs>
1: at fridge was now. You can also find me at com and on Abnormal Mapping and Trash back Ratio. See, I did your plugs for you. Oh
0: thank you. Uh I am at Headfalls Off. You can find me at headfulsoff.com where you can find literally everything I do. Uh because I like to keep a nice portfolio for everyone. It's cool. You know what uh, else? Next time, hopefully in a couple of weeks, um I still don't have my computer situation sorted out so we're not on a permanent permanent fix schedule yet. But, but
1: you do have a GoFundMe, so I do have the GoFundMe, Fund so Jackson. please
0: gofundme me. That would be very helpful. Um but next time is going to be about learning and how we learn and the ways in which we uh, allow ourselves and, like, help ourselves learn and the power of learning and, like, as self-care. Like That's going to be a cool self-teaching, episode.
1: self-teaching, not like institutionalized self-te- education. Well,
0: I assume there will, have, it will be a wide conversation.
1: Okay, okay, let's not limit it. Sorry, sorry
0: so i I was really patronizing i was like i should be a larger conversation than that Uh, i
1: knew what you meant i wasn't offended i'm sorry
0: okay thank you but uh we'll have our first guest next time
1: yeah i'm Uh, really excited one i hear this guest is really hot
0: i heard this too (laughs) one (laughs) one Matthew Marco yeah (laughs) please email (laughs) please email goofzone at gmail.com or send us anything on twitter if you want to have questions or comments about learning or Matt oh god
1: don't hit on them because they're mine they oh yeah okay
0: don't hit on them don't do that
1: I will cut you (laughs) why will you do that that's so painful you know what you come between me and my (laughs) you
0: know you don't even have
1: a don't don't if you hey if you want to find out find out if you want to die